What's going on, Bud Mashers? I'm Mr. Gamer. And I'm Kitty Duvall. And welcome to episode 51 of SBR Reports. This baby can hold a lot of indies. You actually did the slap. You think I wasn't going to? Wow. <laughs> did you really think I wasn't going to? That was like prime. That was like... I am that too was th- sober to be dealing with you. That was tasty. That, that was beautiful mean quality right there. All right? This I baby am. can hold a lot of meat. I am too sober to be dealing with you. And yes, I realize what time it is. Don't judge me. Anyway, let's go on to our first story. The fact that Destiny fans raised $50,000 so people can put tattoos on their butts. Well, they did 50, that in 30 minutes. In 30 minutes. So let's get a little bit, let's get a bit of an update. So there was a charity stream, um, there was a charity stream to raise money for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Um, it was held at Guardian Con, which is an annual, annual two-day gaming convention held over in, uh, Tampa Bay, Florida. Now, one of the ways that they kicked it off was this charity blitz, and there were two streamer, uh, the live streaming hosts, Papa Pope Bear and Patrick, quote, Holtzman, unquote, Casey, um, so there were uh, certain incentives that need to have been met. And one of the incentives just happened to be how quickly that they could raise money, basically saying, Joe, okay, if you could raise $50,000 by the end of this, or you raise this much by this time, you know, we'll, you know, we'll get some ink. You raise the challenge to the internet for you to possibly um, maim yourself or just alter yourself in any way, shape, or form. And you didn't think that the internet... <laughs> Would speak up, and oh boy, did they! Hashtag crowdfunding for SBR. No. Yes. No. Yes. There is. N- I. I don't think that there is anything that I like that much to know. I mean, it'll be on your butt. Who looks at your butt? I do. You don't look at your butt. I do when I wash my. Anyway. <laughs> okay, that was not even okay. Then here we go. So. One of the high points of this year's marathon, oh, by the way, as reported by PCGamer.com, one of the high points of this year's marathon was the Destiny Community Podcast segment, which raised over $100,000. It also doomed two of the hosts, podcast producer Hope Bear and Destiny 2 streamer turned Bungie consultant Patrick Holtzman Casey to get matching heart tattoos on their butts. These, (laughs) I gotta say, I don't, I don't. No, no, I'm sorry. There isn't anything I like enough to put on my butt like that permanently. Because then after that, I'm going to get old and skin does that thing where it sags. I just don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm okay with that. I really, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think I'm okay with that. Why are you glaring at me like that? You can't see Bud Masters, but she's just glaring at me for no reason. Like. Anyway, don't worry. I'll get you to make sure this ship doesn't. We got this. You'll be okay. Okay. You'll be fine. Uh, so, unfortunately, people still are hating on Fortnite. And I mean, to the fact that there's a petition to, quote-unquote, get rid of Fortnite. I don't necessarily know what that means, but there is a change.org petition to get rid of Fortnite. And you're probably asking yourself, well, why? Would you believe me if I told you it was a joke? And then someone took that joke too far and then made a petition and... Unfortunately, just like the internet will pay money for someone to get a hard tattoo on their butt, uh, people will sign a petition to get rid of something that you like because reasons. Yeah, 
I'm I, reading this and this this Yeah. Wow. I, the 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 mm, you know what? I'm not gonna even There is no there's nothing that you can do. So on killping.com, which apparently seems to be some sort of program or something like that where you it kills your lag, whatever. Um, they reported that a petition attracted thousands of people, which was originally a joke, to get rid of Fortnite. So, based off of the petition, we can see uh, the last edit, which was from Anonymous Anonymous. Um, okay, so I see this blew up. It was originally made as a joke, and I initially hated Fortnite, but I started playing it, and it's kind of fun. Me and my friend were just joking, and we hoped people would notice, but I see how the game can take away from family time, and it is a problem in that sense. I also see how mothers get annoyed and wives slash girlfriends when their significant others ignore them for it. Because it totally doesn't happen the other way around. Whatever. Regardless, we never knew this would blow up so big. It was initially a joke, but it seems to be a rising issue within families because everyone has been so addicted to it. The game has caused quite an uproar with lots of women, and I definitely see how. We, they don't necessarily say who we it, we are, we made this petition two months ago and totally forgot about it. I hope nobody gets too upset over this petition. We might leave it up because it got very noticed from many websites and news articles and it seems it's actually a serious problem from when it was made two months prior. This is my last edit of this petition. I hope you all aren't too upset from what it was originally. Sincerely, Chloe and Jade. I don't, I, I really, I don't understand. Do you have something to add, Mr. Vol? I'm sorry, I'm a women folk. I'm a women. Obviously, you know, there's an uproar with the women. That, that is, that is, that, that bugs, that really bugs me. Do, do people really just think, oh. My girlfriend's mad at me because I played too many video games. Ha ha, something must be wrong with her silly girl brain. It's too early for this. I don't have caffeine. I don't have alcohol. I don't got anything. Oh my god. Well, I guess we <laughs> I guess we just have to wait and find out if anything is going to come of this petition. I mean, it's not. Fortnite makes way too much money, so. Well, we know, but, but here's the thing. So this was a joke, and it's on change.org with, as of recording right now, uh, 7,894 signatures. But you know that some outlet is going to pick this up and then it's going to be the biggest thing ever. So there's that. Um, and now we, now we move on to the Nintendo Switch and they definitely seem to be getting popular by the uh, legitimate owners and the not-so-legitimate owners. As reported on Silicon Era, not to be confused with Reset Era or Resetera, um, for those who like the different pronunciations, tomato, tomato. Um, a YouTuber Mizumi recently uploaded a video of a GameCube emulator running, the GameCube emulator Dolphin, running on a Nintendo Switch via LAKKA, L-A-K-K-A, a Linux OS, which turns devices into retro gaming consoles. Um, I'll link to the I'll link to the article and the YouTube video on my site. Um, but for those listening, if you were to research what's called RetroArch, which is another emulation software that you can have on your PSP Vita, which PS the Sony tried to patch over and then 
the emulators are like, oh yeah, cool. Hey, we know that you're not updating this anymore. Hack. Um, you'll definitely see that it's very similar to that. Now, what's interesting though is that our next story right after that would be that Nintendo knows that they have significantly more exploits, and it looks like if you want to continue to exploit your Nintendo Switch, you're gonna have to get a used one. I don't know how many people, I don't know how many used Nintendo Switches are there though. I mean, who's selling them back? Uh, people who want to flip a profit. Scalpers. Uh, Come on, man. You were there when it first launched. Well, you saw the guy leave with like five in his hand. Oh, yeah. You were I, there. I almost hated that guy until I got yours. Until I got mine. Uh, now, going back to the GameCube emulator, let me also note that the video only shows the emulator running at like 24 frames per second and he's playing melee. Also, it doesn't work with the Joy-Cons detached, so this isn't perfect by any means, <laughs> which Nintendo really doesn't give two craps about. They want you to stop doing that. Nintendo has reportedly issued the first of its Nintendo Switch consoles with at least one of the infamous NVIDIA Tegra chip security flaws patched out. As reported by TechRadar.com, patching these security, patching these hardware security flaws, particularly the F-G exploit, has been a long time coming for Nintendo Switch following their exposure late last year. Before and since then, the Homebrew, a Homebrew is a very popular OS which can be put on Nintendo 3DS, it can also be put on the Wii U. Um, it saw a huge spike in downloads once it was found out that you could actually still play Breath of the Wild on the Wii U and not on the Nintendo Switch, so unfortunately you had a whole lot of pirated copies of that. Um, so... Uh, before and since then, the homebrew scene exploded on the Switch console thanks to the flaw. Now, some some unverified Twitter because it's really pop. It's really important whether or not you're verified on Twitter because that blue check mark could mean the reason where you being Elon Musk or some alt right person. Sorry, small little tangent. Um, Are you okay? No, that's Do you a, need a hug. I need for Twitter to get there. I need I need for Do people to not suck so much. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm positive. We can talk. We're it's I'm I'm fine. All but right. <laughs> so it seems as if as long as you do not update to the 5.0 version of the Nintendo Switch, you can still take advantage of this exploit, which gives you the ability to download eShop games, download Switch games, and play them. Uh, we recently covered about how people were modding Splatoon 2 to and getting banned and, and getting banned. So I guess if you also want to have Band the Switch banned, you can. Do that too. So that, that's all Nintendo's doing. Nintendo's pretty much like, okay, we know we're not gonna be able to stop you guys from hacking, but what we can do is kick you off our server. So you get a ban. You get a ban. All you mother get a ban. Yeah, because when you think that's about essentially it, what they're doing, and because <laughs> Nintendo already made their money, you already bought the thing. So it's just kind of like, and it's useless to anyone else because if somebody else gets it, it's gonna like, oh yeah, I wanna, oh. Yeah. So there's that. And speaking of what well, speaking of money and keeping your money, it seems as if the Take Two CEO Strauss Zelnick, I want to make sure I pronounce that correctly, um, he was recently stated in an interview that he is not all about the subscription based service that it seems as if some video game companies are going in. Man, that's shade though. Of it's course. Got dark in here. Right? <laughs> so Quoting him, no, a subscription model would have to speak to the consumer needs and interests first and foremost. 
you have to believe that consumers want a lot of video games in a given month to choose from, and the model under which those can be distributed now somehow doesn't work for consumers. I'm not sure, I'm not sure consumers like to play lots and lots of video games a month. I think they tend to focus on a small number of high-value titles. What's this true? Right, because Octopath Traveler will be coming out when you guys are listening to this, and I love Splatoon, I love Hyrule Warriors, I love God of Y'all War. Y'all not going to hear from him until next week. I don't think you're even going to be on Twitter. I'm going to be, uh, it's going to be Octopath. It's going to be all Octopath. This game possibly has 100 hours of content in it. 100 plus. I'm, 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 I'm going to be a little skeptical, and I'm going to say somewhere around 100. Yeah. Somewhere around 100. At, because I'm just going to go in. I'm knowing barely going to Knowing you, you're going to 100 complete this, and it's going to be like, like yeah, I paid 92 hours, 100 hours worth of gameplay, and I'm still there on 200 hours going, oh, oh, I found this thing finally. Yay, let me move forward in the story now. It's, this is why sometimes it's difficult to watch you play games. Because it's like, just get the... No, just get... Can you... It's, it's right there! Oh, okay. but you get mad at me when I backseat game, huh? I don't get mad at you in so much in the sense that I already know what I'm talking about. Oh, or just because your name is Mr. Gamer don't mean you're a guy. I'm gonna fight you. Anyway, back to the story! So, it's nice to see that the Take-Two CEO is going in a different direction with this because... As a consumer of video games, I would say that I who's don't very, have the... Who's very vocal. Yes. I, I also don't... I can't... I, I don't have the time to go into all these sorts of games. Now, as I mentioned with this subject before, if I'm a streamer and I have to, you know, um, keep up the variety with my audience, then perhaps yes. But at the same time, the argument could be made that you wouldn't have the time to really get good at one type of video game if you're just switching a video game every every day, every week, every month. I I appreciate the fact that I could spend $60 on a video game and really sink my teeth into it. For example, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. Oh my goodness. Like I'm just now getting into the great C map. Um now that is now that's not to say that every single video game every single high value video game I'm not saying that high value means money. High value means content. And right now, if I have uh, a Division, if I have a God of War, if I have a Mad Max, if I have a Beyond Two Souls, and all of these are subscription-based games, well, maybe with the exception of Beyond Two Souls, which is a game that I do not want to play again, and I do not have any intention of ever playing again because um, I was in physical pain playing that video game, you're going to be sinking a lot of time into these games. And you can't just go off and say, oh, all right, then, you know, next game, next game, next game, because sure enough, next month's going to come around and they're not there anymore. And then what? Like, eh. He ends his, now, the quote ends with, it depends on whether consumers are benefited by it. And once again, I like the focus on the consumer. We are the ones giving you guys money. I despise the, I, I despise the idea that we're kind of just whales and that you kind of just, you know, you, you got us for money, and then there are the people who are like, "No, we're not like that." They're 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 the the the, the highfalutin fish. They're the ones with the um the, the very certain taste. And then after you've gotten everything from the whales, then you 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 shine up your product and you give it to them and you get your money from them. What? 
What? Where the f- did a well come from? It's the thing that Jim Sterling always talks about. I, mm, okay, apparently Miss Duval just isn't with it. I don't know what's going on. I to fight you. Anyway, but you know what I used Anyway. <laughs> Language. I have to catch myself. But this funny thing that is happening right now in the mobile world is that RuneScape is now on Android. I don't know who remembers playing RuneScape. That seventeen-year-old-ass game. I I'm almost certain that my no. I think every single time I played it, I didn't play it for I I I I ceased playing it long enough where my account was removed. And then I had to start all over again. Yeah, same. And then I made the mistake of going into the PvP area, and it's like, do 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 do, whacking this tree, getting some wood, dude, dead. Uh, 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 oh my uh, god! Look, sixteen. Wait, how old was I when I started playing? Not sixteen. Mm. Gee, I might have lied to get on it. Don't don't judge me. <laughs> I think every everyone everyone once upon a time See, did. I've never fine. made it past this chopping down, just making my character and chopping down trees and stuff because I got so bored so easily. All right, now, so own school RuneScape developer Jagex has revealed that the franchise in its seventeen years of existing has made more than $800 million. And, though, and though it's no longer available online, it is now in open beta on Android mobile devices. You can go to your phone right now and download the entire MMO and play it. I, I just might do that. I mean, it, it was never a bad, it was never a bad game. And now because I can have it on my phone, it's a little easier. I don't think I'm ever going to put any money into it, but that doesn't make the game bad. It was a good, solid game that I actually never really saw through. I never had the moment to play any other quests or anything like that, so I was mostly just cooking things and selling them. Now, what's interestingly enough is it's on Android I.O. It's on Android before it is available on iOS. Now, it's stated that Android, um, that there'll be an open beta with an iOS release much later this summer. Now, it seems as if the open beta does come with some caveats. Uh, it's easy enough to find the old school RuneScape open beta by simply searching for it on the Google Play Store. The catch right now is you must be an active member and have an active monthly subscription on your preferred account in order to enjoy the open mobile beta. People subscribe to them? I guess so. People pay money? I, I mean, it, some people, this is their life. Their life was making a RuneScape bot and I, I, I I guess. Now, here's the thing, though. It seems as if old school RuneScape does allow you to purchase a membership using in-game currency indirectly. You can buy quote-unquote bonds in games from other players in the game using the Grand Exchange Market. Bonds are selling right now just for over 4 million gold. If you don't have a membership or the gold to buy one, Check out some news about the open beta at a different mobile game called Shin Megumi Tensei Liberation. I believe I was actually talking with a friend of mine about the Shin Megumi Tensei Liberation. And the fact that you can buy a membership with in-game gold, that's actually pretty cool. That, I gotta, I gotta give props on that one. The fact that I don't have to spend money, but I could still get 
a, a, a monthly subscription. Now, here's the thing. Four million gold isn't just going to come from trees. I imagine that that's actually going to be really difficult to get, but it's possible. I mean, yeah, I, I, suppose, <laughs> I, I suppose if you wanted to do something like that. But let's go on to our main topic, and that's that Nintendo wants 20 to 30 indie games on Nintendo Switch per week. Like, that's a lot of games. That's, I, I'll tell you exactly how many that is. That is 1,560 indie titles a year. You really pulled up the calculator for this, huh? Yes, numbers are important. Huh. Now, now, here's what I don't want. What I, okay, unfortunately, and this, this is just a fact, not every single indie title can be SteamWorld Dig, can be Celeste, can be Undertale. Or Shovel Knight. Or or shovel knight. It it it, it can't happen. Oh, oh no! Is hollow knight? Technically yes. Technically yes. Yeah. Yes, technically yes. Now, what I don't want is oversaturation because just like when people are Google searching something, if it's not on the first page, they're not really gonna care. That's fair, but I do treat games a little bit differently than I treat the Google front page. I treat Google like it's my personal man service. That's nice. <laughs> Indie games, I feel like, at least for me, I end up scrolling through everything to see what's going to catch my eye. And and there's the thing. I, I'm I'm worried about the, the eye-catching part because mm -hmm. what's going to qualify... Like, cause let's, go with, let's go with the easiest example I could think of. It is really easy for a developer to put... An indie developer to put a video game on Steam. Now... Here's the thing with that. It doesn't need to be... Completed. Good. Oh, that too. Yeah, well, yeah. Doesn't now, have to be completed. Doesn't it, have to be good. And, and, I'm worried, and I'm worried that that's going to happen with the Switch, because I, I understand that right now people are looking at the Nintendo Switch and just basically saying, oh, this is just a port machine. You, you, you know, Nintendo is just porting everything, which is true. I mean, they, they kind of are. But, yeah. <laughs> but one thing that you do have to take into account is that at least some of the ports that they are bringing over aren't terrible. And what could happen is if you try to get 20 to 30 indie games on your on the eShop a week, there's going to be crap. And there's going to be a filter for that crap. But then eventually stuff is going to start to leak through. And I love the Nintendo Switch. I love the Nintendo Switch a whole lot. I don't want, I, I just don't want crap. And I'm worried about the quality control that Nintendo might or might not have to make sure that you only get the high-quality indie titles on there. I think the main thing Nintendo's going to be focusing on is making sure that the games are at least still not hatred. Okay, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh. You, you see what I mean? I feel like at least we won't have to be dealing with things like that. Okay, so it's I feel not like Nintendo's going to be good on at least keeping that. Okay, I, I, I can see that they won't want to have anything controversial because that game was nothing but controversial. But what I don't want is, as you had mentioned, an unfinished product. Yeah. Like, there's already a limited amount of space that you can have on that thing without switching out your SD cards. And 
let's face it, not a lot of people are actually going to be doing that. I also don't want people to waste their money. I don't want people to lose faith and hope on the Nintendo Switch because, oh, the Nintendo Switch eShop is now just like Steam. Everything's being green-lighted to Kingdom Come, and I have to filter through all of this crap. I really... I I have hope that Nintendo, at least in the beginning, is going to be keeping a good eye on this, and hopefully it will just continue to keep a good eye on what they are allowed. I'm... I'm 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 hopeful as well, but obviously we will see what ha- uh, we'll see what happens. I will definitely be playing the crap out of Octopath Traveler, and maybe I will be on my Twitter just to let you guys know that I am still alive. But maybe. <laughs> until then, this is Mr. Gamer, and this is Kitty Laval signing off. <laughs>